Asher is an inventor. My name is Asher Wotarowicz. I'm eight years old in third grade. And, sorry, yeah, I'm eight years old in third grade. And my invention is the hockey jockey. Asher is demonstrating the hockey jockey at the Chicago Student Invention Convention. I know, it's a mouthful. Basically, it's like a science fair on steroids. Kids from K through 8th grade are encouraged to pick a problem and try to invent a solution. It's a, it's a mobile app in a wearable device. Yeah, when you open the app, um, when you press the Go Faster button, this device vibrates, but it doesn't vibrate right away. We're in the middle of a big gym packed with tables, smiling kids and proud hovering parents which is actually sort of exactly Asher's problem. What problem does this solve? What, what's the idea behind your app here? Parents, parents yelling to, to their kid, like, go faster, run faster, skate faster. Like, at, at sporting events? Yeah, sporting events. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm really into your, your advertising here. Would you mind just uh, reading, reading your, uh, your sign here? Solves the problem of parents sounding a little crazy. Kids, kids will par- parents sound a little crazy when they yell. Kids get confused of all the yelling. Then coaches get upset by the sideline coaching. <laughs> My coach says that I don't. I don't like you guys doing sideline coaching. I got all the. I got all the coaching. So if you do it, then you can be kicked out of the rink. So the idea is that like parents can can send positive, supportive messages to their kids discreetly. Yeah. That is awesome. So, second opinion here. Crazy-looking parents are just the symptom. The problem, to me, I, I feel like the, the problem Asher essentially is trying to solve is, like, overbearing unconditional love, almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, Luke Tannen is the executive director of Chicago Innovation, which organizes the convention. So it all starts with uh, identifying a problem to solve. We think it's really important to celebrate and promote um, people who are problem solvers. What did the judges tell you? The judges told me it's really cool. They, they told me that um, they, they actually gave me this idea of adding a few extra buttons like shoot, throw, um, play better defense. How about that's my, that's my son out there? Um, yeah. Today we're spending the day at the Chicago Student Invention Convention. We're going straight to the source and potentially meeting the innovators of tomorrow. I'm Jesse Batend, and this is Innovating Chicago Style. So as soon as I walk in the front door of the convention, something goes whizzing past my head. This place is like a cartoon wonderland. There's a motorized paper airplane launcher, which is responsible for the near heart attack a moment ago. A bunch of kids are riding motorized luggage around in a circle. If this is the future, it's colorful and imaginative, closer to the Jetsons than Blade Runner. So I'm Jocelyn, I'm 14 years old. I'm Sophia. Okay, so we put an invention to drink water from the rain, so while you're walking and it's raining, you can um, taste the water of the rain. Wow, so let's see if we can describe this just a little bit. So you've probably seen these before. You know those like hats where you can put beer cans or water bottles in the side and then there's straws that go down to your mouth? Think the same thing, but for an umbrella. It's an umbrella. And on top of the umbrella is this red funnel attached to a water bottle. And then coming out of the water bottle is this long straw. So the water kind of goes into this red tube, which goes into a water bottle, and inside the water bottle is that filter. Yeah. 
and, and then and it's connected to the yeah. straw. So and it goes all the way to the bottom. Did, were you were you like walking home one day and really really thirsty? Like, h- how did you come up with this idea? Yeah, I come I come up with this idea because our moms used to say to not drink water from the rain because you can get sick because it's nasty. So one day I think, oh, so I can challenge that and make a difference. So I start thinking about it and then I I tell it to my um, friend Sophia to like think like maybe we can do it and. When the teacher tells us to make um, like an invention, we think about this and then we come up with this all like, Is that a, would you say that's kind of um, part of who you are a little bit? Someone who like challenges? Yeah, I like to, um, like if someone challenged me, I'm gonna do it. So we've solved the problems of embarrassing parents and being thirsty on your way home from school. Off to a great start, clearly. Our next inventor, with equal parts excitement and shyness, asked if I wanted to check out her invention. My name is Anaya Matthews. I am 12 years old, and my invention is Medicode. All right. And so, and what does Medicode do? So, Medicode is a barcode bracelet that helps the doctors and EMT to figure out the information about the patient. Basically, it's a bracelet with a small barcode. Oh, you've got it. Oh, oh, wow. It's actually really nice. I thought that was just a normal bracelet. I thought that was just like a nice bracelet you had on. It's super shiny, it's silver. Um, what kind of beads are those? Those are glitter beads. Just like round silver glitter beads. Mm-hmm. Attached to the bracelet is a small barcode, kind of like an army dog tag. And when you scan it... The barcode shows the patient name, the emergency contact, the doctor name, the patient insurance, and the enroll ID, and then their, um, what they are, are allergic to. So I assume in the case of a person who couldn't speak because they were not conscious or something yeah. like that, this would be a way for a doctor to find out yeah. important information. Or it can be for people who kind of losing their memory to remember from the bracelet. So not only is it super smart, you're also making it pretty. Yes. <laughs> is that an upshot? You're happy about that? Yeah. The judges were also pretty happy about Medicode. So when I showed them the pull-up barcode on here, and they they just went wild. And Anaya is already thinking about ways to improve her invention. It will be able to um, have a picture of you, so nobody won't steal your identity. You're really thinking about the big time. Mm-hmm. Are you working with a with your a group of people? Are you doing this on your own? I'm doing this by myself. Not every invention is tackling a problem that huge. Because, of course, what seems like a small problem can actually be a big problem to small people. Well, I'm Henry, and my invention is called the Helping Handle. I'm 11 years old in sixth grade. So tell me about the Helping Handle. What does it do? Well, it's basically a handle that can attach to a surface with Velcro. Henry currently has his handle attached to a carton of OJ. So basically... You can, like, let's, let's, let me just take this off for a second. So, so you basically can hold it like this, and then you attach it, and then you can lift it up, and then, like, uh-huh. I would, I'm not going to pour it, but you can, like, sure. pour it like that, and then it, you can, it, can, it can work much better with the handle than just carrying it like this because you might accidentally drop it. It's not very, it's not very like, easy to carry, I guess. What was your inspiration? Did, did someone in the house drop uh, orange juice a lot? Uh, yeah, me. So oh, no. <laughs> sometimes I drop it on my feet or sometimes it will spill and I find that really annoying. 
And so you came up with a came up with a solution. Yeah, this I feel like this is a very good solution. And earlier today, I tried, and while I was doing a demonstration, I was able to actually pour some into a glass. But Henry is planning to expand beyond OJ. And I was thinking that there would be three kinds if there was ever a final product, like a five pounds one for your traditional like carton or creamer, a, like seven to ten pounds one for your gallons, and a, and there would also be like a like 15 to 20 pounds for very heavy objects that you might want to use during like some sort of construction or during a big project. After all, some small problems are bigger than they seem. I'm Amara and I'm nine years old. I'm Victoria and I'm 11. And what did you guys, what's the name of your invention? A double-sided lotion bottle. And what is a double-sided lotion bottle? Uh, it is a... It is a solution to a, the problem that people waste their money on um, lotion that they can't get out of the bottle. Okay, I think I'm starting to get it. Can I see? Is this your is this your demo right here? Okay, so instead of ending up with like just a little bit that you can't quite get out, like that classic roll, the tooth even toothpaste, uh, you have two sides, so you can squeeze it out of both sides, basically, right? Why do you think no one else came up with this idea before you? Uh, I don't, I don't know, actually. Another classic problem for kids that's being solved here at the Invention Convention, not glowing in the dark enough. Well, my name is Kennedy Michelle Gossett. I'm nine years old. I'm in fourth grade. And I've been, well, I've been to glowing shoestrings. And what does glowing shoestrings do? Well, I mean, I, is, does it have something to do with glowing shoestrings? Well, of course. Boring shoelaces. Boring, boring. So we decided to make them even cooler. And when you walk in the dark, you get to see like a full-on vision. And they do not need a battery, electricity. They run off of a light. So when you step outside, you give them the energy you give it. The paint is kind of, it kind of runs off a little bit of light. So when you step into the dark, it's full-powered. It's full glow. What, how many different colors do you guys have? What are what are your favorite colors that you guys have so far? Well, we didn't do our favorite colors. We did all-around colors because there's not just us in this world. There are many people with different colors. So we did most of the rainbow, black, white, gold, silver, pink, purple, blue. And we and we, and we really have fun with it. And I, and I would like to share that with the world. And it's only $5 a piece. And this was a really good, a really good opportunity for us to go back. But make sure you... T- but make sure you keep it away from small, small kids because then they'll get hurt or it'll really irritate them. Okay. And on the subject of fashion, our next inventor was basically already attracting customers. It's like perfect. I would definitely get this for my nieces, like for Christmas or a birthday gift, definitely. Sophia is the inventor of Hair's Everything. Hairs Everything is an organizer and storage for rubber bands, headbands, and barrettes. Um, it actually has a cylinder which you can put headbands on, a drawer that you can put barrettes in, and a pedestal not only to support the drawer so that it doesn't go up and down, but also to store rubber bands on. What Can I ask you, do you think you would use something like this I at all? I sure would, very yeah. much. So I immediately thought about my uh, nieces who is really into JoJo and all that with all the headbands and stuff. And she's always, like, digging through, like, a junk drawer and stuff like that. So this would definitely keep her organized. I'm, I'm taking pictures of all of, like, 
my favorite thing. Sophia is definitely, um, I, I would purchase that. I wow. I something really well. That's incredible. Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, the one thing I was going to say, too, is, like, not only is it smart and functional, but it's really cute, too. It looks yeah. nice, right? Like, right. it would look good on top of your, your closet or something. It's like uh, the jewelry, uh, like, jewelry stand. Yes. So I love this idea uh, of the material that she used and just being able, like, the little bedazzle that she has there. It's, like, perfect. <laughs> Now, honestly, what's a bigger consistent problem for a kid than not having a place to charge your phone? Haley Carbayo and Joriel Arrieta are the inventors behind the Solar Charger 9000. Can you describe what it looks like for people that are listening? So um, it, it has cardboard like a box, a little box. It has a um, um, solar panel. It has a backflap where inside it has a battery, a charger, wires, and wire tape, and a... Um, in the bottom of the box, it has a hole so you can put your charger and charge your phone. And so this will charge up in the sun during the day, and then it'll have enough power to charge up your phone uh, afterwards? Yeah. Is this Android or iPhone? Uh, this is Okay, I'm good. Awesome. <laughs> Now, I'll tell you what the grand prize winner was, too, because that, um, you know, was a really special one. Luke Tannen again. While a lot of the students were solving problems that they experienced in their own lives, which, of course, makes a lot of sense because, you know, we ask the students to start with the problems. They look at problems that they have themselves. But the grand prize winner was actually trying to solve more of a, a global problem with a big social impact. Meet one of the two inventors of the shelter, Juan Ariaga. They created something called the pop-up shelter. The pop-up shelter is not an ordinary shelter because it has a thermal blanket covering, photovoltaic cells that you can add to the sides, and a carry case with options. This was a tent that's designed for disaster relief situations, especially in cold climates. It can capture the sun's warmth during the daytime and then transmit that to the person inside the tent during the nighttime. How does it work? Is it easier to set up than a tent? Yes. Well, the, how to open it and close it, you just have to pull the bottom, and then it closes, and then to, to open it, you just pull the string. So it's almost like an umbrella? Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about how you came up with the idea? Well, uh... I came up with that idea because of all the people that are suffering without homes and overfilled homes in, uh, in all the places that there was hurricanes and natural disasters. Can you imagine this being used by people in disaster situations? How does that make you feel to, to know that you might have helped? It makes me proud of my invention being used for good use. Yeah? Is that, is that what you want to do? Um, in the future? Is this something that you want to try and build? Uh, okay. So I'm sure you heard Luke mention prizes and winning. The way this works is judges pick the top inventors at the convention, and then it's off to nationals. The National Student Invention Convention and Entrepreneurship Expo. Wait, so you're telling me the National Convention has an even longer title? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I hope there's not a world one like we'll never get done saying it. Besides Juan, there were some other familiar faces heading to nationals. Sophia and Hair's Everything, Henry and the Helping Handle, Haley and Joriel's Solar Charger 9000, and Asher with the Hockey Jockey all got the nod from the judges. One cool little full-circle detail here. Luke knows exactly how important recognizing these inventors is and how good it can feel. When I was 10 years old, I competed in the Connecticut Student Invention Convention, which is actually where the, Nas- where the, the first, uh, first ever student invention convention um, started in the state of Connecticut. Luke was in fifth grade at the time. And I wanted to be a professional baseball player, which uh, obviously did not turn out, but at the time, that's what I wanted to do. And I was learning how to be a pitcher. And I was pretty decent about throwing the ball over the plate with kind of moderate speed, but I didn't know how to do any of those fancy pitches, you know, sliders and curveballs and knuckleballs. What Luke did was he got a bunch of buckets of paint. Then he dipped his hand in one color and placed it on the ball with the right fingering for a certain pitch. You know, kind of uh, middle finger, pointer, and thumb, and different parts of the ball. So orange was slider, purple was curve. And uh, I thought it was a pretty nifty invention, and I did quite well in the judging. But one of the judges uh, had discovered that this product already existed, but it didn't exist at any of the sporting goods stores in my town. Frankly, I remember the experience of going through the Chicago Student Invention Convention so well. And, you know, I really don't remember what I learned in fifth grade. (laughs) And speaking of good feelings... Can I ask you how it feels now that you won? Yeah, it's mostly very, like, the minute I heard my school name, I was like, oh, because I'm the only one who in my grade who got sent here. So you knew it was you? Yeah, I'm just awestruck. Like, I mean, I did want to win, but I was kind of skeptical. There are a lot of people here. He said, like, some number thousand, so that's a lot. Uh, what is that feeling like to have your name called? I can't explain. It's just I'm going to the finals. I am. I have a second place ribbon, and I'm. I, I just feel relieved. Well, hey, buddy, on to nationals. Congratulations, um, and good luck. I feel proud of myself because I won first place. Yeah. Did you? I mean, that must have been a rush when they called your name. What, what was it? What did it feel like? It felt like um, uh, it felt very par- uh, like very proud. I felt very proud and, and happy. Did you expect it to happen? No. 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 Then Juan scampers off to soak in the moment. I saw a very happy mom lift her son off his feet and give him a big 360 swing around hug, which frankly seems like a market opportunity. If I was Asher, I'd get started on that science fair jockey. Innovating Chicago Style is brought to you by Chicago Innovation and Rivet. Thank you to all of the inventors who spoke to me for this story. Find out more about the Chicago Student Invention Convention, including updates on our national finalists, at chicagoinnovation.com. The show is hosted and produced by Rivet's Jesse Batend. Special thanks to our resident experts, Tom Statt and Mike Bechtel, the entire Chicago Innovation team, And of course, Chicago Innovation co-founders Dan Miller and Tom Kuzmarski. For more info about the show or to attend one of our many events throughout the year, 
visit chicagoinnovation.com. 